If you're a beginner at fix and flip and you're thinking about rehabbing your first house, or even if you've been rehabbing houses for a while, this is a must watch video. Having rehabbed myself hundreds of fix and flip properties, I'm gonna share with you my top seven tips for getting started in the exciting world of fix and flip, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Quick Start Kit with everything you need to flip your first house in 30 days or less. Download it now at myquickstartkit.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make more money flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. Tip number one is don't rehab houses yourself. Don't swing the hammer. Don't pick up the paintbrush. Maybe do demo, but only if you're like me and you're doing it because it's super fun and you love it. But seriously, do you want to earn minimum wage flipping a house? Then do the rehab yourself. You'll make more money per hour working at McDonald's. It's a terrible use of time. Your best use of time is managing the process and finding the next deal, not swinging the hammer. Learn how to buy houses for $10,000 cheaper and hire out the work. Treat this like a business and not like a side hustle. Tip number two is don't fix and flip in low income areas. What's considered low income? My general definition of low income is where the after repair value or what the home will sell for once it's fixed up to a retail buyer is below 100,000. Under 100,000 neighborhoods are difficult to rehab with crime and theft. There are less buyers because it's mostly a rental market and the interested buyers struggle to qualify for financing. You have more appraisal issues and worst of all, your profits aren't very much considering all of the challenges I just stated. Listen, you can wholesale all day long in low income, but for fix and flip, go to neighborhoods over 100,000 ARV. Pro tip here, the sweet spot for fix and flip is 300 to 600,000 ARV. You have more qualified conventional buyers. Rehabs aren't that different than first time buyer markets because you're not quite in the luxury homes yet. There's less competition because 80% of fix and flippers focus on under 300,000 ARV markets. And most importantly, your profit per deal is higher for basically the same amount of time, energy, and effort. You make five times as much flipping a $500,000 house as you will a $100,000 house and it's pretty much the same amount of work. Tip number three is to start small and not get in over your head on your first deal. I break down the rehab into three different categories. Category one is a light rehab. We call this lipstick on a pig. These are great for your first deal, you know, to get your feet wet, deal with a few contractors, go through the process of buying, fixing, and reselling a house. Now category two is what I call an average rehab. In addition to carpet and paint, this also includes kitchen and bath, now you have the cabinets and counters, probably some light plumbing, etc. And this is okay for some to start with. If you're feeling really ambitious, you can do it. Now category three is a gut job. In addition to carpet paint, kitchen and baths, this is capital improvements like roof, window siding, and doing big stuff like tearing down walls, rewiring, doing additions. These are your big scary rehabs. Do not do one of these until you've done a handful of light and average rehabs. Now, a quick pro tip here, even if you think it's a light or average rehab, if the home was built prior to 1950, you're going to run into all kinds of issues you probably didn't anticipate. So in the beginning, only do homes built after 1950 that are light or average. Tip number four is every rehab is different. Before you ever decide to get into fix and flip, you have to realize that every rehab is different. No two houses are the same and therefore no two rehabs are the same. This is very important because you have to treat each and every house 
like it's its own unique project. And to illustrate my point, let me ask you a question. Have you ever noticed that there are no publicly traded fix and flip companies? At least that I know of. Now think about that. There's publicly traded builders and there's publicly traded hotels and apartment companies. There are billion dollar funds that buy and hold single family rentals. So why aren't there any publicly traded fix and flip companies? Some have tried. Zillow recently tried their hand at fix and flip and reported a $45 million loss. Having personally fixed and flipped hundreds of properties, I've got my theory. Unlike building a new home where everything is new and there's an exact blueprint to follow and an exact process from A to Z, rehabbing houses is different with every single house. No two houses are the same, and so it makes it difficult to systematize the process. That doesn't mean we can't try. What it means is you need to treat each and every rehab like its own unique project. One of the biggest mistakes new and even seasoned rehabbers make is they assume that the next rehab is going to be similar to the last rehab. Which brings me to tip number five, which is to over project your rehab budget. Whatever you think it's gonna cost, add another 10 to 20% buffer for unforeseens. Listen, if you wanna take the fun out of rehabbing, go in on a project with a tight budget. You'll be stressed the whole time and inevitably go over budget. But if you wanna go over budget but at least have a better experience, go in with a healthy, realistic budget where you can do it right and hire competent contractors. I remember early on when I was fairly new to rehabbing, I was complaining to my mentor about going over budget all the time. And my mentor said to me, he said, Jerry, just buy the houses for $10,000 cheaper and do it right. Now that sounds simple, but that really had a profound impact on me. Here are five steps to buy right with a healthy budget. Number one, estimate what you think the repairs are, run your formula, make the offer, and get the contract with a 10-day inspection contingency. That means you have 10 days to do your due diligence to verify that the deal works. Number two, during the 10 days, get real bids on all of the work from contractors. Don't do this before you have the contract. I did an entire video explaining why you should do your due diligence after you have the contract. Now I'll put a link to watch that video in the description box below and you can watch it later. Number three, take the total number from your hard bids from contractors and add 10% buffer if it's a light rehab, 15% if it's an average rehab, and 20% if it's a heavy rehab. Number four, based on your new adjusted rehab number, go back to the seller and renegotiate your buy price or back out of the deal. And number five, assuming you get the deal, pretend like you don't have a 10 to 20% buffer and do the best to keep your original budget during your rehab. Your buffer is your emergency budget. And tip number six is you better make a nice profit. If you're starting out, you better go into a deal with a minimum $25,000 profit. There are too many things that can eat away your profit. Why would you take on the risk of borrowing money and managing a rehab and marketing and selling the home to make ten dollars or $15,000 if everything goes right? I personally even think $25,000 is too low. I think it should be $40,000 as a minimum, and I personally like to focus on fix and flips that make six figures per deal. I'll put a video link in the description box below where I show two six-figure flips that I did. Tip number seven is to keep the pipeline full. Never lose sight of the timeline it takes to flip a house. Now, what does that mean? Think about the time frame to do a fix and flip. Let's say it takes you 30 days to find a deal and get a contract, then 30 days to close on that contract, then 60 days to rehab the house, then 30 days to get a contract with a buyer, then another 30 days to close. Now that's 180 days from end to end. If you only focus on one thing at a time, then it will take you 180 days to do one fix and flip. That means you're only gonna do two deals in a year. That's not the goal. 
The goal is to do multiple deals and earn a six and seven figure income fixing and flipping houses. At least I hope that's the goal. To do that, you have to have multiple deals at various stages. The real point I wanna make with this tip is while you're rehabbing, you have to still carve out time every day for acquisitions. You have to still make offers and still get new deals, otherwise your pipeline is gonna dry up and you're only gonna do one or two deals a year. And the very best way to keep your pipeline full is to organize and streamline all of the steps of flipping houses, and the best way to do that is with Flipster. If you've never heard of Flipster, it's the number one house flipping deal management platform on the planet. Not only does it have tools for finding and funding deals, but it has an entire suite for rehabbing, including a budget tracking tool and a paperless contractor management center. I would never attempt a rehab without Flipster. To learn more and see it in action, go to getflipster.com or click the link in the description. Hey, if you learned something on this video, show some love, hit that like button right now and leave a comment, share with me your biggest takeaway from this video. I'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to my channel. I'm dedicated to helping you make more money and less time flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. And I'll see you on the next video.